I am convinced that the soul exists in a microscopic gland that's located somewhere along the spine. It is the last thing to die, releasing the life force days after conventional death. What does the gland look like? I haven't seen it yet. I've dissected dozens of corpses, and like some elusive prey, it vanishes. Just when I think I have it in my sights. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 80, Doctor of Horror. That in spider reptile. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. I was no. trying to. I thought. I don't know. That's me being stupid. Was <laughs> that Sylvester? That was just me being like, I'm going to do a darker, a deeper version, but do it in an yeah. echo. It's because I'm not on my game tonight. I had to. I just unloaded groceries, Chuck, and uh, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I thought I was going to be early, and I give you the heads up. Early. I know. I, I know. I had, I was... I had watched Tales from the Crypt earlier today i got wow i got that text and i was like wow bright-eyed and bushy-tailed we're gonna get on this thing have it done quick yeah Um, but you know uh what do the french say dale life happens you know life is yeah uh, that's what say la vie life is say la vie that's what the french say laissez compétent bring me back something french (laughs) we just watched the first like half hour did you? And then you walked away. You had to leave because I texted you early. <laughs> Is that what happened? Maybe you could have you could have watched the rest of it. I mean, I was barely. I mean, come on. I mean, that movie's like the blood in my veins, Dale. It's in your blood. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, every time I watch it, I I f- hyper focus on something that I think is different that I never noticed before. And this time it was the cousin or whatever that's in in the beginning when Buzz is. It, when Kevin's bothering Buzz in his room and they're like looking at his tarantula and stuff. There's that other cousin. This is like got glasses and he's skinny. And I was convinced. I was like, I don't remember this kid in this movie. Oh, he must not be in the family. He's probably only in this scene. He's probably like Buzz's friend who's over. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then he leaves the movie, but no, he's there in the background of the rest of the movie. Right. Is he the one that says, uh, if somebody says, uh, but they got nude beaches. And the kid says, not in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that him? That's who it is. That's exactly who it is. Jesus. Yeah. Get, I think all his lines were up front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's, yeah. Silver tuna. The silver tuna. That's what his, uh, yeah, that's what they call him in I, on IMDb. That guy. <laughs> no, that's what, that's what they call the uh, McAllister's house, the, uh, the thieves. They call it the silver tuna. <laughs> oh, my God. That, I would have hyper-focused on that. I've never heard that before. 
Oh my God, Dale. I think it might be Christmas day uh, right now for people listening. If people, I mean, God bless anyone who's listening to this on Christmas day. And you know what? know what? You know what? You probably made a great choice. <laughs> Welcome. And if you, if you listen to this, email us with. Uh, yeah. Your Christmas day memories of listening to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin on December 25th. <laughs> That's right. Just. Just as like HBO would have intended with their new episode of Crypt Keeper, mm. uh, the Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> Dale, I called it. I called it HBO's Crypt Keeper. Like I don't know the show we're watching, and it wasn't out twenty five years ago. <laughs> Dale, Doctor of Horror. Yeah, I mean, just when you think, I mean, this is just me as my opinion. Just when you think <sighs> it's all over <laughs> for the show. Yeah. I love I love this episode so much. <laughs> just I when you think it. we're just when you think, you know, the uh, the showrunners are just mm-hmm. winding down like there's yeah. nothing left in the can. Travis Tritt appears. Wow. Like an angel. And he gets progressively better as the episode goes. It starts he off does. rocky with him with his shampooed it, mullet. But well, I mean the product of the time. Whew, freshly shampooed. I don't think they put any like hairspray in. There. I think it was just straight shampoo. It just oh yeah, they puffs just... up. <laughs> it was like the um that headpiece that Grace Jones wears in the second Conan movie. You know yes. what I mean? It's yeah. like with the with the puffed hair. Totally. <laughs> God, why why don't we do Conan? Why don't we ever have, ha, why haven't we done a Conan movie? I don't know. I've never seen Red Sonja, and that's a very, I, I mean, I think because Conan, that was a pretty big movie, right? So it's like, it teeters on too mainstream for us, but but Red Sonja, definitely. Anyway, that's from, that's how he gets this is Travis Tritt. Dale, tell me, can you tell me what this episode is about? Doctor of Horror is about two real Real screw up security guards who uh, were just hired at a morgue, and Ben Stein runs that joint. He runs it like he's a good, he's a good uh, proprietor of the morgue. It's in the family business, and he's good as far as wanting the security guards to do their job and yeah. not do any worse than their job. But Hank Azaria, Travis Tritt, the combo from the heavens, uh, they catch. On their on their night on the job, they catch uh, the, a doctor in air quotes Orloff. He's not even Doctor Orloff. He's just Orloff. Orloff. He's trying to he's trying to steal a body from the morgue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, the 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 two security guards catch him, and Orloff just offers him five hundred bucks to you know turn the other cheek and help him load it into the van. Yeah. Well, things go from there. Turns out Orloff is is trying to find in his dissections of a human body. He is searching for the mm-hmm. soul of the person in glandular form. There yes. is physical embodiment of a person's soul hiding somewhere back behind the spine, and he knows it. He's just got to find it. God damn! How how I was in love with this pseudos. I love when Tales from the Crypt says. We're going to do pseudoscience. I think it's the best. Yeah. It reminded me this this idea of finding the soul gland, and that you have to like catch it before the person before the soul like leaves their body, and that it's like the size of a pinpoint, 
and he's never found it. He's cut open dozens of bodies and never found one yet. Oh. <laughs> but it's like it reminds me of the the Tingler starring Vincent yeah. Price. Is the Tingler appears in the human body? It's the physical manifestation of fear that like wraps around your spine and tightens you up. Whoa, really? The, he uh, managed to to isolate the Tingler and pull it out of the body, and it's running around killing people. It's great. Great movie. So the so there's a physical being, a physical embodiment of somebody's fear that mm-hmm. turns lethal and starts. Yeah, and it's in wow. everybody. Everybody has the tingler inside them, <laughs> kind of like this gland that this doctor is obsessed. Sorry, I mean Doctor Orloff. He, I don't know. He says something like he's not. They don't let me into hospitals anymore. Great line. Yeah, throwaway line. Loved it. I'm eating it up like a bowl of a. Uh, uh captain crunch right now yeah sure (laughs) yeah i gotta profess my love for this dr orloff played by austin pendleton i just he makes this choice dale did you pick up on his acting choice of he's got this low-key way of talking but then all of a sudden it's like the reins are let loose and the volume is of of his voice shoots up and And it's it's even and he's just like yelling because he he can't control it like (laughs) yeah 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 how much do you boys make excuse me how much not enough. That's what I thought. Now I will pay you five hundred bucks if you will help me steal this corpse. And it's he's when he's restrained, he's so uh, you know under like baseline. Yeah. But when he's unrestrained, when he finally lets loose, like his voice starts like wavy, getting wavy and ups and downs, and yeah, it's really like it's, pretty smart. It's f- so fun to watch. And yeah, fit it's the like character. he has no middle ground. It's like he has like it's he's only like low key and calm. Yeah. Or very excited about his uh, little science project he's doing. I know. And so our our boys, Hank Azaria and Travis Trick, country star to the stars. <laughs> uh, Hank Azaria is like, I'll do whatever you want me to do if you wow. keep paying me. He's He had a thousand bucks in his hand and he's like, this is the most money I've ever seen in my life. Man, he was so high. High on the hog. He was high on, yeah, he was high on making instant money. Yeah. It's like it's like when you go to get a job at Wendy's now, work today, get paid today. Yeah. You know, that's where, that's what he wanted, instant mm-hmm. gratification. And he was willing to do subjective, morally gray things to get that money. Oh, yeah. I mean, once he started going to breaking down mm-hmm. whatever morals he had, he was happy to keep going and he liked it. He started to really like it <laughs> so yeah, much was, so that by the end of it, he was like hinting at the doctor, hey, I want to start cutting open some bodies because I, I, I think I like the way it feels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, it was, a tw- you know, it's 23 minutes long or whatever, but to see his like decline into, he's just doing stuff for money into like yeah. being kind of cool with wanting to get into the business of cutting people open with with the with the good doctor and Travis Tritt the entire time is very troubled by the fact that you shouldn't f with if if there is a physical embodiment of someone's soul you can't f with somebody's soul no matter you just like leave them alone let them rest you know you shouldn't steal souls doctor he's uh yeah he's the conscious of the of the uh, pair of idiots and uh, as the good doctor orloff described him He's simple-minded and good-hearted, a dangerous combination. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Orloff. (laughs) 
Um, but Travis Tritt, yeah, I mean, both these guys, I mean, Travis Tritt had the hair, but Hank Azera had this pompadour that was incredible. It Wasn't was it huge. Gorgeous? And it just yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't give into any of Earth's gravity. It was just staying there. Great. Yeah. Very well uh, done. My one Hank Azaria story, and I will, I, I'll, I'll tell it every time Hank Azaria gets brought up on this show. So All if right. he ever gets brought up again, I'll probably tell it again. Okay. Uh, so we were on our way to Boston, kid, <laughs> and we stopped off of the highway in like Connecticut at a at a like a strip mall place to eat. It was like a gastro pub in a strip yeah. mall. So we're in there eating. Who's in there eating, Chuck? Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. I'm wow. glad you. Hank Azaria with his family. Yeah, he was just like was like back to the, to the corner, wow. random. And wow. uh, there was Hank Azaria. I kept looking over at him, you know, but I didn't. Obviously, I'm not going to approach the guy. So he's a nuts. Connecticut boy? Well, probably. Like, that's where all the, uh, is that where all the richers live when, they, the blue they're, when they're working out in New York? That's great. Did what, uh, what was Hank eating? Do you remember? I couldn't tell. I didn't. Yeah. He had a little, he had his little kid there. So I didn't want to like gape, gaze over yeah. at his plate of. Hey, Hank, do a poo. Big fan. Can you do a poo for me? Yeah, yeah, please, Hank. Uh, Hank, why did you get the salmon at this American gastro pub <laughs> that's famous it's, for his burgers? Um, I lo- let's me- I love the well. So they use this well set a lot where they go to dump the bodies for the the good doctor. I love this set. This, I mean, it was clearly a set inside, but so creepy, dude. It, lo- yeah. it looked like a well, but with the aesthetics of like a creepy old cemetery. But it was just a well with a gate and. I made of stone. I know the whole vibe of it was cool because the entrance to his basement or his cave yeah. was like was like an old mine shaft because it was like uh, there was wooden supports on the stone wall, and it was in right outside this well. But I, I just want to know where you can get real estate something like that now. I mean, <sighs> inside was pretty pretty darn modern. Yeah, yeah. In this situation, yeah. Even though it was very stony and, and, and rugged in the first half of this room. And the uh, the well, I mean, was that had to have existed for another reason, right? Because it was pretty detailed and pretty... Um, yeah. I mean, it looked like it a... It was lovely. It looked like, a, like an old-timey well that was on like a rich person's estate, you know, like a gentleman farmer's estate or something. I don't know. It was probably just for show. They probably didn't even need to use it, you know? Man. Build me the grandest well. Anyway, that's where they put all these dead bodies after they couldn't yeah. dig out the soul gland out of their back. Just dump them down there. <laughs> just, fi- I mean, just jamming whatever he could down into their spine to try to fish it out. <laughs> and uh, if you had, and- if you were a gentleman farmer and you had an old well on your property, yeah. you could theoretically just dump anything you wanted down there, oh, yeah. and nobody would ever find it ever. No, and and the sh- local sheriff's going to be very polite and not. You know, when there's a missing person, never going to search that well because yeah. he doesn't want to anger uh, his biggest donor, you know, campaign donor. I know. He's, yeah, he's. What are you going to do? Donations for the campaign, votes. Yeah. His word, that gentleman farmer's word goes a long way in that town. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, they lose their job at the mortuary. Like they, but they kind of like lose it on purpose because they're like, well, we got this better gig. We're just going to get fired, you know. Make it look like we were sleeping on the job and drunk. Ben Stein comes in, finds him. But he's so pissed off because there's a body missing. And he's like, you guys are fired, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
but uh, couldn't leave well enough alone. He was going to call the cops, so <laughs> Hank Azaria <laughs> knocks poor Ben Stein over the head. Uh, and now they have a half-dead Ben Stein, and they're like, well, <laughs> let's take him to Dr. Orloff and see what he can do. I know. <laughs> I, I do love, I love idiot characters, because they, they, they went a long way to shit, like, our main characters in this were just a bunch of doofuses. It was great. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we know a doctor. Let's take him to the, the doctor <laughs> cutting people up to see if he can save them. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And the doctor's like, well, if you're going to, I mean, he's already dead anyway, right? He's, <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I guess I'll use him, but still, you shouldn't have done that. Might as well look for this gland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the, the, these two, these two, uh, jokesters reminded me of the two the two dudes who would steal bodies for peter cushing what was that movie i watched it oh um oh was it one of the the frankensteins uh no oh you know what it was burke and Hare. oh burke and Hare in uh, donald pleasant's is it the movie is called flesh and the fiends but it was based on these two guys burke and Hare, oh who, who stole stole bodies for man that was such a popular topic in like uh, you know, horror movies of like the thirties, forties and fifties was, was like yeah. the idea of people robbing graves. I think it was a real disturbing thing. <laughs> I know for people for, in the old world, you know, for medical science yeah. and whatever, not, not, and, and, and that kind of rings true in here because Travis Stritt had such a conscience that he's like, you got to let these bodies, got to leave them alone. Soul gland or not, man, you got to let their souls free. You right. can't be messing with this stuff. It's real. Travis Tritt I'd like to know does he just say you know what I want to I want to I want to star in an episode of something get find me something I know it's not my normal gig yeah because okay. I'm looking at his uh, you know uh-huh. his filmography and it's just like random things every year every couple of years you know he probably shot a commercial and uh, the director was buttering him up and he's like you know what maybe I'm pretty good at this whole acting thing yeah, let's get me true. a Hollywood agent and uh, see what happens. Yeah, uh, and um, another thing here, Chuck. Yeah. Now it's too late to go back and Can't check. Uh huh. It's too late to go back and check every episode, but there, every time I've noticed so far, there is never not at least one person wearing a pair of cowboy boots under their dress pants. <laughs> because I'm Hank glad. Azaria was wearing them. I'm glad you brought this up because when Ben Stein spots the mud on Hank Azaria's uh, like snakeskin cowboy boots that he's wearing under his uh, uh, night watchman uniform. How'd you get that mud on your boots? I thought Ben Stein was like, hey, you're not wearing the regulation uh, shoe wear. <laughs> yeah. Right, which should be his first concern. Yeah. No, he's, he spotted mud on it. I don't know how he could spot right. mud on it, but he did. But, uh, I mean, they are cowboy boots. He might, <laughs> you know, he might have a horse if he does have cowboy boots. I've had jobs with uniforms. And I'll tell you what, if I w- had walked in there with, with cowboy boots on, I would have been sent home. Uh, you yeah. know, come back when you're dressed correctly. Yeah. That's Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if it's like slow, slow night, they make you stand behind the counter. You yeah, work the yeah. registers. Yeah. But yeah, you can't get away with that stuff. I, I was just thinking that this week, we were at the mall <laughs> this weekend. Oh, looms large. Death, death knell. And uh, 
you know, I just think about these these folks who, you know, they're not kids, but they, so they've clearly made a career at like working at. There's this lovely woman, and I, mm-hmm. I speak to every, I speak for everybody in retail. We've all been there, mm. and if you're still doing it, then do it. But these lovely people who have to dress up to work at like black White House Black Market and, and a women's clothing store, and they're dressed to the nines oh, to yeah. do what? I know, I know. To do what? I know it's it's all part of the, yeah. I always think about that in like old you know department stores. I mean, you know, like a boss yeah. cops, like you mentioned last week. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like the ladies behind the perfume counter and the makeup counter. It's like this, you know, it's this look you got to maintain mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, no, I think about that a lot because I I dress like a slob every day of my life, and I mm-hmm. think how bad I would be at that if I had to like maintain an appearance. It's just yeah, I I would just I can't. It's <laughs> But even S, you know, S head old me at sixteen working at Record Town, right? Mm-hmm. At Record Town, you had to wear a, sh- a button up shirt and a tie to work oh at a stupid music store. So and me being sixteen, what you know, what am I? I'm, I'm wearing the same pair of khakis every day that I bought at Boscov's with, uh, you know, like a denim shirt and whatever friggin' stupid Looney Tunes tie or whatever, like. I mean, there's people just dressing up every day to yeah. to to do what to like to grind the one to ten shift at, yeah. at the mall. Five yeah, days a week? it's almost like, and you were get, you were probably getting paid peanuts at that job, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like it, it's oh, almost yeah. like the 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 lower paying the job, the more shittier uh, dress restrictions are, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So Which maybe like, your manager man. at the maybe your manager at the record town. Well, you know what do you what do you, what does that get you? Yeah, you know you, you know it's uh, you I get live, to wear I'm, a soft collared shirt <laughs> when you're a manager. Maybe. I don't know. You get to pick the music. <laughs> I know that, Mister Manager. Oh man, you get to pick the music. That's not nothing. It's not nothing. That's, that is not. No, that was that was special. That was special. <laughs> Uh, anyway, super side tangent, but the cowboy boots, I noticed, yeah. uh, what was the episode we watched last week? Oh, that, that guy who went into his uh, old haunted barn, he was wearing like straight black pleated dress pants with like <laughs> cowboy boots and you know, cowboy boots are not like hugging your ankles. So no. you're wearing these dress pants and the top of the cowboy boot is going to like show at these yeah it's like you're wearing shin guards under there yeah it's so like what was happening in 1993 that yeah i i wonder if there was just that was just a thing in that time that all the men were wearing cowboy boots i kind of don't remember that but i don't know yeah but what you know who are we in 93 who are we (sighs) chuck we need somebody to chime in who is there who we need a fashion expert on this show we need a fashionista yeah we need um we need a, the ladies from behind the uh perfume counter. That's what we yeah, need. yeah. Or Meshack Taylor. If we can get the ladies from behind the perfume <laughs> Taylor or Meshack Taylor. Too. What is Meshack Taylor? That's the guy who played Hollywood in the mannequin movies or oh. he was in designing women. Oh my god. It's great. Okay. Uh Dale, this episode, you know, uh they end up cutting up Charlie, uh Travis Tritt. Because they know because it's conscious. He's yeah. He's getting. He's he's gonna he's gonna spill the beans in this whole operation. They can feel it. And you know what? They take care of him, but they get his soul gland. The do- the good doctor finds the yellow glowing pinpoint soul gland. So happy. They cut up, and Hank Azaria gets to cut up his 
old pal Travis Tritt <laughs> with glee. Dumps his body into the, the well. How about that shot of Travis Tritt's face falling into the well? Um, <laughs> oh, man, oh some God, sort of blue crazy. screen situation there is great. It was like an adult swim <laughs> show. <laughs> yes. It's like Conan O'Brien bit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's do a whole bit where you uh, blue screen my face onto a, a head that's falling into a well. <laughs> we do the whole bit like that. Um, oh. uh, yeah. And, you know, the <clears throat> ending was predictable. We all saw it coming. But I got to say, Dale, the way they did it in this effect... See, that's what you got to do. You can, you can do a same trick, you know, Uh, he comes back to life, everybody to get revenge. Yeah. We've seen it a thousand times, but Dale, how about the idea of Travis Tritt trying to gather up his body parts in in this well, (laughs) he's rotting in soup with all these other body parts. He's putting his body parts on wrong (laughs) and he comes out of that well. And his oh, head's yeah. hanging off and he's got like two left feet and his arms on backwards. I was, I was in heaven. He, uh, Travis Tritt's uh, trying to hold his head on his body with so one good. of his arms. So good. Travis Tritt just took it to the next level with he that. He did. He can't like, and they were like, hey, your head's hanging off your body. So maybe you could do a voice that's like, uh, you, you got a tracheotomy. I'm going to steal your soul, Richard. Oh, no. Charlie, come on! You don't want to hurt me! Come on! You're good! <laughs> on the contrary, Richard. I was good. You stole my soul. Remember? Fucking pulled that off. Pulled it off, Incredible. man. Trav. God, thank you, Travis. Travis, thank you for everything that you do. 10 out of 10 this episode. I would watch again. Yeah. This, I was thinking, and this mm-hmm. is going to be impossible. Yeah. Mark my words, this episode for come the end, mm-hmm. we're going to be asked to recall what our favorite episode was. Oh, God. And there's so many that, honest to God, they don't stick out in my mind. But this is one of the ones I was like, this is going to be because it's the most recent one I watched. It's it's like obviously the favorite. But other than like the poker playing one, I don't remember yeah. too many of the episodes we watched. You know? I remember the Brad Pitt one because his yes. performance was great. You know, yeah. But yeah, this one. I, 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 we'll have to see it's how long it yeah. sticks in my memory, but right now it'd be like, it's if good. some schmo off the street was like, Hey, which tales from the crypt episodes are good. Yeah. I'm going to say this one. Dr. I think Four. I'm going to say, I would say top five, top five. Yeah. I mean, I Austin know. Pendleton alone, it's a subtle performance, but I was transfixed. <laughs> yes. Yes, dude. <laughs> Man, he was great. Fantastic. Oh, and how about uh, our Crypt Keeper? His segment was a barbershop thing, <laughs> and he was wearing a wig and a mustache. Um, oh. And it was just, I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs> yes. <I loved. laughs> just like shiny brown wig hair and that <laughs> dangling mustache. So lovely. All right, Dale. Um, not next week, but because we're taking a week off. But yeah. next time we convene in the crypt, what are we watching? Next time, season six, episode thirteen, comes the dawn. Colonel Parker and Sergeant Burroughs, two ex-soldiers with a murky past, arrive in the Alaskan wilderness to to do some illegal hunting. They get a local girl called Jerry Drumbeater, Parker's subordinate during Desert Storm. 
to be their scout. What? Unknown to the two army men, they are about to face consequences for their evil past actions in this dark, cold region. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Shining Chuck, are you ready for this? I I may have spoiled yeah. it, but lay it I on see, me. I see your face. <laughs> um, or Before we started recording, I told you to keep your pants on because I showed you this, my little thing of baklava here that Ooh. my wife brought me home. In this episode... Susan Tyrell. Mm. God. Queen. God, God, God. Susan Tyrell. And, and not to be outdone, Mr. Michael Ironside sitting right oh, next man. to her. Richter himself. Man. Um, this character, Colonel Parker, is that not the name of uh, Elvis Presley's manager? Colonel Tom Parker? <laughs> Colonel Tom name? Parker. Yes, it is. <laughs> kind of threw me. Through me, if uh, I'm going to be honest. Directed by John Hertzfeld. What do you direct here? Don King, only in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he directed, most recently, The Making of Rocky vs. Drago, the documentary. Oh, wow. Yeah, that new thing. Holy crap. This is fun. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. New year, new bat and spider. You know? God, we're going to be so refreshed in January. Whole new world oh, yeah. for us. God, we're going to be ready. We're going to be ready to market the show. We're going to be ready <laughs> to make relationships, build them, and make them. We're going to open ourselves up and have guest hosts every week. It's going to be incredible. Oh, my we're going to get in, have interviews. We're going to just put ourselves out there. We're not going to worry about our feelings, and we're just going <laughs> to do it, Dale. It's that could we could be busting down walls at this point. We're ready to take on the next thing. We're ready to God. take on comes the dawn. Comes the dawn. All right, everybody. Have a Ciao. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And we'll see you next year. Love you. Love you. you a hell of a lot more than $500. Oh. All right, Richard, how much? Well, a lot more. Uh, well, six, 600. Ha! Done. All right. There's an old well not far from here. It's ideal for disposing of um, things. <laughs> <laughs>